welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about a funny story, the story of the bluebird. So to put this one into perspective, it's I wrote a blog and I made a reference about the story of the bluebird. And somebody called me on my sense of wit and humor because they do know me. So they understand some of the things that I do and how life uh, as a consulting person can be, especially when you work in corporate. So I want to share the story of the bluebird. This is a fun story. So for people who feel like they might feel, oh, well, you make fun of people. No, not really. Just a situation. So listen very carefully because this is fun. Let's get started. A few years ago, when I was working for a manufacturing company that owned a sister company, which organized and promoted a major convention featuring our product and similar products and accessories from other companies, it was decided each company would make a challenge video to show at the convention, but only one would be chosen to be viewed. Working in a sister company was a woman, short in stature, but very well developed, who liked to walk very, very quickly and almost military-like when going to or from other people's offices. She especially liked walking past the office of male personnel, even if they were not on her route. She was attractive, single, and liked to dress, so she was noticed. While I was going about my everyday business out of corner of my eyes in the hallway, I saw something in blue moving very quickly past my office. It was wearing a large blue oversized hat, blue t-shirt and blue pants. I was startled by it as it flew by so quickly. I started to smile, then giggle and finally broke into uncontrollable laughter. It was the single woman rushing to get into the video that was being made and believed she felt she would be the center of attention because of her outfit. The vision was so hysterical, I had to rush to the Grand Duchess office to see if she, by any chance, had seen the bluebird vision going by. The Duchess jumped and walked out into the hall to see what this hysterical vision was she had missed. After looking down the hall, she too came upon the blue bird, sashaying down the hallways. She then made a reference about the bluebird when she came to my office and we were laughing so hard and crying simultaneously for about 10 minutes. We and her natty spirit were just enjoying it. It definitely made out our day. We had no idea what the outfit was indicative of, but we had a great laugh and it was a personal private happening between us. After the Duchess left for home, I went online and printed off a picture of a bluebird and stuck it on her office window. When she came into work the next morning and saw the bluebird, we again repeated our sophomoric behavior. We did have a lot of fun and laugh. So now, Miss Available became the bird. Incidentally, the final challenge video caught the bright blue outfit and for the best. Sometimes you just have to be there to enjoy a moment like this. It was so much fun um, to be laughing because when you meet spirit like ours, 
it's unbelievable. And I love my Grand Duchess. I do miss her very much, actually. Um, she is a fantastic woman with a very strong spirit. But she had a naughty side that was unbelievable. This beautiful lady would start in the morning. We would start about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning uh, in the office very early, which was great because you had to go to work. But when we started, we always stopped by or there is always adventure was happening in the morning. Like the copier would not work. And we had uh, somebody I recall uh, who, was, uh, who had a very short temper and he did some reports at a specific time and a specific month. And the copier's husband stopped to function. So she would come and panic in my office at like five o'clock in the morning. This is not working. And we were trying to figure out what wasn't working with the copier, what was broken, what, why the um, connection would not work. And we would burst in laugh in the middle of it because she was describing how, you know, short of a temper, he will lose his temper, how things will go wrong. It was so funny. But the bluebird story was amazing because... Uh, that young lady with her very bright outfit and the oversized cap was, it was stunning. It was just like, what was going on? Why is she all in blue? What? And we realized afterwards that was for a video that they were making. So the side of the company I was working in wasn't making the video. They were making that video and that challenge video. But we always burst in life. We always had something absolutely insane to say. Or if one of us were in a panic of some kind, the other one would come up with some witty answer that would make a bursting laugh. Uh, we were singing, off keys, we were dancing. It was hilarious. It was a time where, you know, having a good life at five o'clock in the morning, from five to six at least, where nobody was in the office. He made our day. He would just set the pace for the rest of the day. This was fantastic. And when she went and retired, it was a sad day for me because I missed her every single day before I left that company. But it's amazing to have people who have such a great sense of humor. So it can make you so peaceful. It will always lift up your spirit, make you laugh, make you enjoy life and feel that the day goes by even faster. It was an amazing time where when you meet people like that, you feel at home, you feel empowered, you empowered by being present in your life, empowered by laughing about yourself, about yourself, because, you know, a lot of people love to make fun of everybody. But they don't want to be made fun of. One thing that I do and I always done and I will always continue to do is make fun of my own self. Because if I make fun of somebody and I tease them, then I will do the same with myself. There is absolutely no boundaries at that level. You have to give and take. But for this situation, for me, when I read again this one and I'm controlling my life because I'm telling you when I... Uh, send the draft to the Grand Duchess because she is uh, reading my all of my blogs and give me her feedbacks. 
I, I told her, I said, rewrite it because she was there. I said, if you need to add it, please add to the story. By the time she sent it back to me, it took me about 20, 30 minutes to stop to laugh. And I'm talking hysterical laugh when I read it because I saw myself back at that time in, in that office and my back was to the hallway. So I could not even see much where people were going left and right, which I never liked actually being back, uh, my back in the hallway. But that's the way the, the, um, ball pen was and you know from the corner of the eye seeing that striking blue thing moving along and when I turn around looking I was like what the heck and like, what was pass what passed by and she ran back from our office back to uh, the opposite side of the um, building it was like what the heck I missed something and the vision of the bluebird came and I'm like oh we got the bluebird but the funniest part was when I went and talked to the Grand Duchess, I was like, okay, did you saw there is a blue bird here in the office? And she imagined it was a bird, actually. She was looking for an actual bird. And I was laughing so hard. And like, no, I didn't say it. I'm like, okay, you probably will see it sooner or later. And I didn't say any more words for that because I wanted to see her reaction when she realized that this young lady passed by again at the speed of light because she wasn't stopping in any way, shape, or form. And she realized there was a bluebird passing by. It was hilarious. It was funny. It was a good time. And you have to enjoy those moments. You have to enjoy those silly moments where you you think you saw something flying by, which is not, or you're doing something that doesn't make much sense, and then you start to laugh at yourself. It's like spending your time uh, being too serious in life cannot, you know, you cannot find a time to relax. And a good life relaxes you, remove the stress, you're feeling better. It's enjoying it enjoying the time being present with others when we're looking at life in general if we're too serious in our lives well it's nice to be serious it's nice to be solemn but at one point of time you have to loose it up you have to loose it up and that's what we were doing every single day that's why i love to go to the office early in the morning i was probably the only one who was smiling at like four o'clock in the morning in my car going to work because i knew the grand duchess was over there and i knew i would see her and i knew something would happen because every single day something happened in the morning it could have been computer not working trying to print or some Something happened the day before, then she would tell me about it, and we were starting to laugh hysterically because that was so funny. Even if sometimes it wasn't funny, it was stressful, but we had to start to laugh. I loved the Grand Duchess because the first time she saw me, I think she thought I was nuts, literally nuts, because I, when I saw her, a beautiful, elegant lady, and you could see the fire in her. You could see that little lady had such a strong spirit and to me I recognized her and I knew her and I knew we would have been friend and she at the beginning looked at me like at five o'clock in the morning what is wrong with you what do you want to do with me and we started to talk and then from talking she really we laughed so hard it was unbelievable it was amazing and I will always remember that when she warmed up, everything went loose because <laughs> she was such a candid spirit and she still is. I do receive some emails. They are so hilarious. Sometimes she's making comments about um, the writing and sometimes, for sure, when I'm 
connecting with the universe, some of the writing doesn't make any sense. So I have to rewrite it because, uh, you know, some of the wordings are not right. It seems like, okay, I'm receiving messages like, okay, are you drinking again? <laughs> what are you doing? And it's like, no, I did not. I'm just communicating with the universe and I'm not reading it back. That's all. But it is hilarious. It is great to have a person where you can lean on, will give you a word of wisdom, but will make you laugh as well. Doesn't take life too seriously as well. Because you need to, as I said, loosen it up, becoming more flexible, understanding that, you know what, I can laugh, laugh at myself, laugh at a situation just to relax, just to breathe, just to get a new perspective. And I always had one with her. She always had to give her words of wisdom or she would be slapping on my fingers if I needed to be straightened out. But she always had such a big heart and compassion. It was unbelievable. I absolutely love my granddaughters. She adopted me. I'm part of her family. But I always felt we we were here to meet and her candid spirit never took anything too seriously and learned and taught us even when we were trying to make that printer working and it wasn't working and she was panicking because she wanted to make sure that all of the reports were printed before um, Steve showed up. It was just like, okay, Let's breathe in, let's breathe out, let's figure out what's wrong with that printer. But it was hilarious when we were taking it apart. It was funny to watch us. It was like the not the three stooges, but the two stooges trying to fix everything. And things were only happening early in the morning. So not every day were the same. Even though we had to do the same thing all over again every day. Not every day was the same. It's always been a word of wisdom and always coming in the office and started to smile when we look at each other and she would look at me and trying to get her work done. We always talk and had feedback uh, for what we were doing. It was fantastic. It was a good collaboration. So when you're looking at life and finding the people that you can connect with at this level can really be your own self. It is absolutely amazing. It helps to get through the day as well. But the amazing part of the bluebird story is even after we're done and I stick that bluebird uh, picture to her uh, windows of her office, it's still there until the day she retired. It was just a reminder for us to, to laugh, laugh at life, life in general, because we need this. We need to get silly in our life. We need to just once a while unplug from the madness of the world we're in. And in order to do that, you need to find a way. So it can be maybe listening some music and start to dance. It can be singing. It can be in the morning with the children, having a little dance party before they go to uh, the school and you go to work. It's changing our routine in a way that helps us to start the day with a different set of mind. If you take, for example, the little dance, 
just a silly little dance in the morning. Doesn't need you to jump to the ceiling and go nuts. But as you're dancing and listening music, instead of listening to the TV and the news, because the problem is, is everybody is so obsessed about the news that it kind of defeats the purpose of lighting up or fire inside of us, making us happier. When you do that, put some uh, some of your favorite tunes and start to move a little bit of your body as you're doing your breakfast, making breakfast, eating it. You will realize when you go to work, your state of mind is different. It's lighter. That's why I love to laugh in the morning or even in the evening or before I go to bed because it light up our cell. It makes us seeing life a different way. If you take example of when you're mad, when you're angry at somebody and you are gloomy and everything goes wrong and you see things, you see, you see all of the imperfection on everything you go. You go to a store, you see a rotten vegetables. You go at home and you see you did not even dust your, um, uh, your tables, or you will see the more uh, imperfection from your mate or your children or yourself. This is how you see life in a negative way and critical way. So your ego is right there and hammer you down because, you know, as, may, as we're going to turn this way, we're going to go totally this way. If you switch your mind, your state of mind from I am gloomy, I'm crabby to I am happy, I'm laughing, life is good, you're going to channel a different energy that's going to get you through the day and all of a sudden everything falls in perfect synchronicity. Maybe you're going to go to the store and they said instead than paying a price for something you saw, you're going to get a discount or something is free or somebody's going to give you something that will be like, oh, wow, that's super cool. Or you're going to get a free lunch. You're going to get something. Then you're going to be amazed and said, well, I want those days every day. I want, I want to be happy. I want to be joyful. I want this because when I do this, people are feeling it and their attitudes towards me are different. If I'm crabby, I'm, everybody's going to feel it. And then everybody else is going to be crabby around me. If I am joyful, happy and at peace, guess what happened? People are more like this way. And even people, maybe you get difficulties at work, uh, especially at work when you're trying to uh, be in a meeting and talk about situation and you need some help or it's a, or you need uh, something from someone to work with you on a project. Instead then feeling the resistance, then that person will be more open and relaxed to talk to you, more open to help you. Those are huge difference. That's what I love with the story of the bluebird because for us, it was just the situation, just the color of the clothes. It wasn't even the physics of that person at all. That had nothing to do with it. But that flashing, passing by, blue thing that passed by me that I had no idea what it was. Then when she came back from her office and went on the opposite side running uh, to get to that video was so, you know, it's like, oh, I saw there was a bluebird passing by. I saw, I saw a flash of light. And that's what it reminded me. Just that situation made me laugh because I'm like, holy crap, what is that? But looking at funny situation like that or interesting situation like that makes you see things differently, relaxed you. And that's the whole point. It's like, how can I go into my life and feel what I can feel in a such a positive way? That would be great. 
But a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people have no idea whatsoever. So it is an amazing uh, moment when you can finally reach to the point that life is good. But it's not only life is good. is we can change our state of mind and our outer conditions going to start to change. It is amazing to see that instead of going to work feeling dreadful because, oh my God, I got those meetings with those people who are going to be screaming and yelling. I'm going to do my little dance in the morning. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to be relaxed. And then I'm going to bring that energy in. So instead to have a maybe intense meeting, then it's going to be maybe a still a little stiff, but there is a sense of peace compared to what I usually experience. Why? Because I started to bring that energy into that meeting. We are part of this world. We are sending energy. We are energies. Even though we see our bodies, we are energy. We have energies around us. Now, how do you feed those energies? Are you festering hate, anger, and resentment and jealousy? Or are you nurturing love, compassion, and peace? How would you like to feel every day when you get up? Yeah, I know. We have the pendulum effect at the end of the day. But think about it for a minute. What would you like to do? What would you like to experience? I'd rather be in peace and feeling whole and happy and joyful and in love than feeling the resentment in my heart. Because the resentment, it's a poison. It doesn't help you. It's dim the light inside of you. So think about it. Think about how would you like to approach life. And it doesn't matter because I'm hearing people say, well, but you know, in my eyes, people, I hate to work with them. It doesn't matter if you hate or not to work with them. I work with people. I had to work with them. And we were not friends at all. We were nemesis. We were not liking each other. But it did not stop me to do my job. It did not stop me to fake it until I make it, meaning I'm going to be nice. I'm going to try to engage. Even if he killed me, I'm going to engage. When I'm in the meetings or if I need to communicate with somebody, and that's okay. And then I will go back in my corner. I don't need to be around them and invite them for lunch, but I'm going to be courteous and I'm going to be uh, kind and send peace towards that person. Then I walk away and bless the situation and walk away. Hard to do? Oh, yes, it is. In some days it was very, very hard to do, but I could not care less afterwards. I said, you know, we're here to overcome some of our obstacles. And some of them is how to deal with people who we feel are difficult or we feel we have no connection or we feel there were enemies in a past life because somehow, somewhere over there, and well, I cannot stand that person. Or that person is a liar. That person is a backstabber. That some person is not what I call a strong person and authentic. So you always have to be cautious. But it doesn't mean you have to become stiff and stressed around that person. You can... Open your eyes, see what that person is doing to be cautious, because we always have to be cautious. But I don't have to be on the attack mode. I can be courteous, courteous. I can be nice, and that will stop right there. So 
think about it. Think about what the energy you want to put out there and how you want to, your day to go by. Because to me, the most essential thing is how do you want your day to go by? Do you want to be like a headache and you have to fight all, all, all day long? Or do you want a more peaceful approach where it's easier and you're happier? I choose option number two. So it's up to you to decide. But I love that story of the bluebird because you would have to be there to see it. It was, I think, one of the most epic adventure we had. And we had quite a few adventures with the Grand Duchess, I must say. Every day was an adventure. And I loved her so much. She is just the most beautiful, hilarious woman. And her sense of humor was unbelievable. You would see that very elegant lady. You would have said, oh, God, I don't want to mess up with her. She was a small stature, petite, but my goodness, her sense of humor was unbelievable. I have a good one. She beat me by a mile. She was unbelievable. And the two of us together were two candid spirits who could not stop. I absolutely love her to death, that's the case to say. And she is my grand duchess. So that story for us is still on the top of a list of how much fun we had. But it made our day because it brought us the peace. It brought us the joy. It brought us the oxygen we needed to, to, to relax our muscles. But it's the connection I had with her. And the situation made it that we had no idea they were filming a video, actually. We had no idea they were doing a challenge video. But we learned afterwards. And when we saw the video, actually, the um, the bluebird wasn't in there. As we said, they removed it. Uh, the, this young lady had more of a, a black outfit, which was nicer. And for what was needed, uh, was perfect, actually. So, But it was very interesting to see that. And it was great. So... I hope you enjoyed the story of the bluebird, but remind it's a reminder for everybody. We need a little fun in our lives. We need to laugh, laugh at life, laugh, laugh at ourselves. And we did it every day with the Grand Duchess. As I said, laughing at the rest of the world is nice in situations that's like, oh my God, are you freaking serious people? What is wrong with you? But laughing at ourselves. Um, if uh, you are uh, like I did, <laughs> maybe she not stairs. Maybe you should not share that story, but I am. Uh, this is this is Emma in uh, the best that he can be on this one. Um, I was going to the airport because I was taking a flight for a convention, actually. There was another convention that the sister company was doing. There was the same convention, actually. And... Um, I, my flight was very early. It was like at five o'clock in the morning or something like that, five or six in the morning. So I got up and that was the first time I was going to that terminal because I was used to the other. We have, we have two terminals. We have a big one and we have a smaller one. And that was the smaller one because we were flying Southwest Airlines, which I love. It's always West Airline, actually. And for the first time, I went to that airport because I was used to go to the other airport. And as I was going with my car, I wanted to park my car into uh, the garage over there for a week. And I wanted a long term, not the short one. I got it wrong. I started to go. Uh, I missed the long term. So I stopped the car. Imagine at like 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> stopped the car in the middle of the, of the road. 
And and I was at the airport actually, so there were cameras everywhere. And I backed it up for I don't know. I was said oh I was said fifty feet at least. <laughs> I backed it up like in a movie. Luckily there were no there were no cars. And I started to laugh because imagine my uh, not totally awake, realizing you missed your turn, back it out and parked it again. Uh, went into the took the uh, the right entry for uh, the parking i was laughing so hard i even waved at the camera actually thinking oh my god Emma, can you get any better than that and you're gonna take your flight to go to i think that was vegas at that time and i'm like this is just epic it was an epic moment i laughed so hard half awake, going to the airport to go and catch the flight. And I'm like, if this stops this way, I'm curious to know what the rest of the day is going to be. But it's the kind of things that when you do this, it's like, what the freak am I going? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like in a movie. I'm going to go back it up and I'm going to go way back and take the, that entrance and going around the airport again. I'm like, I am not going around the airport. I'm going to back it up. I'm like, maybe the cops are going to wait for me in the parking lot and say, you come with us you just <laughs> broke the rule did not get stopped luckily but i'm sure somebody on <laughs> more rewind and shake those camera they probably say what the heck is wrong with that woman but those are the kind of things you have to make a lot you have to laugh about it there is things that i do silly things like that and i'm like oh my god I'm laughing and i'm laughing by myself and people think oh she's crazy i'm like yeah i am but come on this is time where you start to laugh and just said oh this is not happening right now and you're like yes it is emma it's another great moment and you're gonna remember for the rest of your life because this is something you're not supposed to do oh you should turn when it was the signal and the sign will let you know that this is a long-term parking but you decided to go straight come on emma you can do better than that so those are moments in life where you had a laugh and I know there is a moment you don't want to laugh, but you're going to have to laugh. <laughs> it's just like, this is not happening. Yes, it is. So this was our podcast for today. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about finding true love. So we're going to be talking about it as well. And realizing that sometimes when we are uh, so desperate or we want to be loved, we will do anything absolutely insane to try to do it, to uh, be in love or picking up the wrong person. So we'll be talking about it on our next podcast. If you have any comments or would like to schedule up on one with me, you can go on www.edgadritive.com. Otherwise... I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I know I'm having fun. I'm going to have fun the rest of the week with this story of the bluebird. I love my bluebird story. Oh, my goodness. You you had to be there to see that flashy blue. And I love blue. Blue is one of my favorite colors. But this was a little too flashy. But you got to love it. It was just a beautiful moment with my beautiful Grand Duchess. It was silly. It was hilarious. And I hope everybody can find some humor in where they are, even if it's uh, even for five minutes. And I always found it uh, extremely helpful to finally be able to breathe, be able to feel uh, we are all human. Uh, we're a spirit having a human experience. And I wish everybody a beautiful day.
I will talk to you later. Bye now.